This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, we want to thank Bob Labriola again for uh, stopping by. We don't do that. We we didn't do that at all during the regular season this year. And I miss Bob. It used to be a Wednesday, middle of the week. Yeah, keep us online. History history lessons with Bob. Yeah, we need to bring him back like he's, once a month or so. He's pretty busy now over at the Steelers Museum. If you haven't checked that out, mm, you got to get down there. You haven't, I haven't checked you haven't it done out. it right, yet. Right, you right. got to get over there. Yeah, I got to take my son down too. Absolutely, it's something that uh, I think every Steeler fan, even if you're not a Steeler fan, just an NFL historian, get over there and see that with or Bob. If you host a radio show for the Steelers, maybe you should that get might down be a there, good right? idea too. <laughs> that might be a good idea. There's a lot of history down there. No, I've heard it's super cool. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of history, we're going to make a little bit of history this weekend. Not us in particular, but yeah. the NFL will make some history here. Um, I think two excellent games are on tap here. Really, yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if you're picking the matchups, you might have said Kansas City-Buffalo or Cincinnati-Buffalo. Any of those yeah. matchups, really, with those top three teams were going to be Yeah, and I think great. whatever Super Bowl matchup we get is going to be a good one, too. It's yeah. not like, that. Ah, I don't want to see the Chiefs versus Eagles or whatever. I mean, no matter what, it's going to be good football. I think it's going to be two close games. Well, you see that in the point spreads. It's, it's reflected in the point spreads for both games. They're both under a field goal yeah. all week from what I've seen. So, and I heard this uh, earlier this week, Matt. That the NFL home field advantage, it's no longer three points. It has to be less on the now. spreads. It's it's now figures at about two. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, but that's how they figure it. That makes sense. It used to always automatically. Probably if you're three, you're right. at home and the two teams are even, you're getting you're giving three. Right, right. Now but it's now it's two. If it's Steelers minus three, well, that'd have been equal on a neutral yeah. field. Blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. So in these uh, these two games on Sunday, uh, the first one being the 49ers at the Eagles, the two seed versus the one seed. That is the 3 o'clock game. Philadelphia favored by 2.5. The over-under is 46 in that game. Great defense. And uh, two very good defenses. I tend to think under. Me too. In this one. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think the AFC game is matching up the two best quarterbacks on the planet. And I think these this game is the two best rosters on the planet yeah. right now. I would I mean, go under in this game, over in the AFC game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the Mahomes injury thing kind of looms with me a little. They're bit, still going to score points. They're so. still going to score, and they're <laughs> going to figure each other out. I think in the fourth quarter. But focusing on this game, both lines of scrimmage. I mean, the pass rush, the, the defensive talent, the overall speed. I think is going to be a blast to watch. Yeah, these are the two, two. You know, if you look at the 49ers in particular, mm-hmm. and even the Eagles to, for, to a certain extent, the Eagles were in the same spot the Steelers were in last year. I did a podcast yesterday about that, saying, guys, this is the exact same thing. It's like a rookie quarterback that there are a lot of – one year ago, can Jalen Hurts win a playoff game? Can yeah. he beat a good defense? We answered that 365 days later in resounding fashion, and the Steelers and Eagles are in real similar spots one year apart. And yeah. I think the Eagles are the best team in the league. Right, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, and that you know, they weren't picked necessarily by everybody to win the division. They no, certainly no. weren't picked to be the number one seed in the AFC. A lot of right. or NFC. A lot of people were, well, Dallas. This is Dallas's year. Well, I mean, all they did was roll to the the number one seed in the NFC. Oh, and people were talking about Green Bay and the Rams and Tampa still. I mean, talking yeah. about before the year, right? You know, yeah, you know, how these teams were viewed, and they've been the most consistent best team over the course of the season. Yeah. Um, this is not a Steeler note or a slight on the Steelers, but I am blown away with how well the Eagles roster build. I mean, they find th- they find guys like Chauncey Gardner Johnson on the cheap all the time. Let alone trading for the AJ Browns and the, the usage of draft picks. I mean, I think their front office is top notch. And 
Um, I don't think the Niners are far behind in terms of just behind the scenes situations there. You know, that these are aggressive guys that you know the Trey Lance thing didn't work out, but they were aggressive to make their moves. They, they don't sit on their hands. No, they don't. And so uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I like the Eagles in this game. I, I think the Brock Purdy stuff has all been fun and mm-hmm. been great. But in a, in a game like this where every possession is going to count sure. against a very good defense, I think he gets exposed a little bit. I've been saying that every week, and I'm going to stick I thought with he did, it. <laughs> I thought he did get exposed to a certain degree last Dallas, week against yeah. Dallas. Dallas just early. Dallas's offense just couldn't follow suit. Right, right. This offense will follow suit. And I think Dallas's D wore down more than yeah. San Fran's D did in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I don't know if that'll be the case with the waves that Philly brings at you, the pass rush they present to. Two interesting things to me is it's really hard to find weaknesses on both teams, Purdy aside. I mean, but just in terms of where do you attack. But I really think that if I look at the Niners' defense, maybe the weakest spot are those outside, outside corners. Outside corners, yeah. And Smith and Brown, to me, are key in this. And and in the opposite way, the Eagles' front line is phenomenal. Their corners are great. The middle of the field's just good, not great. Yeah. But that's where the that's where the Niners live. You know, Debo on crossing routes, Kittle, you know, McCaffrey. So th- if there are weaknesses, these two offenses might be able to exploit them more than you know. Th- I just think that matchup's interesting. I think Philadelphia's pressure packages oh. are going to give the give Purdy all kinds of issues. I, I hate how he moves in the pocket. I yeah. think he's been very lucky with that. Turns ridiculous, you know, stupid. Like turns his back to the defense Runs into and pressure. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rookie right. stuff. Rookie stuff, right? Yeah. Pickett did some of that. I mean, it's it's not that uncommon, but boy, he has odd characteristics with his pocket movement, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. Um, when people talk about this 49ers defense as being a well, they're they're the, clearly the best defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You can't be clearly the best defense in the NFL and be 20th against the pass, which is what they are. Oh, are they? That surprises me. I mean, they're the top of the league in sacks right behind Philly and yeah. these teams. But... You, can, you can throw the ball on these guys. Mm-hmm. It was, what's also interesting, I've mentioned it before, but I host a, P, uh, a podcast with a Niners guy, and he said, athletic running quarterbacks give my team problems. And I'm, and I'm yeah. like, why? They got Fred Warner and you know, all this all this speed. He's like... Because Bosa and those guys can't attack a field against these guys. Right. It slows down the rush because they're so afraid of the, the running you quarterback. You've got to stay in your, in your lanes against and a running that's quarterback. that's not how this front is yeah. designed. They're designed to hair on fire, go, go, go. Well, I mean, if you think about the, the division that they play in, it, that's why a team like Arizona would give them fits as well. Right, right. He even brought that up. He's yeah. like, Kyler does well against us. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, Whereas they're, you know, they're built to beat the Rams. Yeah, right, right, Stafford's right. not going to do that to you. Yeah, there is an upfield, you know, attack your gap and play the run on the way. Yeah, so uh, it should be an interesting game. The 49ers yeah. haven't allowed an opposing rusher to go for more than 70 yards in 27 consecutive games. 70 yards. Wow. It's tough to run on them. That's brutal. Yeah. I will say, and you've brought this up over the course of the year, too, these guys have not played a murderer's row. They've not, no. you know, All year or, or really for two or three months. Yes, they just beat Dallas, but... Um, that's that's more of this will be the hardest test by far that either one of these teams have had in a long yeah time, you know yeah for both of them really for both teams right yeah right for both of them I mean the Giants don't count no no they steamrolled <laughs> the Giants yeah. and coming off a bye and I mean, Dallas was a tough game yeah um the Forty ers will throw a lot of pre snap motion oh yeah at, at, at Philadelphia it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see you know how, how that affects the Eagles especially in that middle of the field area that's what yeah. they're trying to manipulate trying to get those linebackers. Moving the wrong direction and then 
You know, mm-hmm. it's all sleight of hand. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, yeah. the angles and just getting you to lean one way or whatever. Um, one thing that's interesting to me is this Eagle D. And remember when we previewed Steelers Eagles it was like, well, their their yards per carry against is pretty high. You can kind of yeah. run on these guys, but when you study them, that's by design. They're a Fangio too deep. Well, when you play get the run with when you seven. get seventy sacks. Well, that's the thing, right? And that's <laughs> you may get five Jordan. yards on first down, but then you drop back to pass on second down, and the next thing you know, it's third and eleven. I know. Yeah, <laughs> they don't mind giving up five yards a carry. Yeah, and they're going to have Cargrave and Jordan Davis. And they're going to get in their and, negative place, but they're not going to put an extra guy in the box. But will they in this one? Like, I would flood the middle of the field and not be as worried about getting beat over the top. Hey, Brock, if you beat me down the sidelines, oh, so yeah. be it. With I mean, him, I yeah. think I would come closer and put a lot of green jerseys in between the numbers. Yeah, uh, Purdy is six and one against the spread as a starting quarterback, all as a favorite. Uh, wow. Ties the fifth longest streak to begin a career by any quarterback since the nineteen seventy NFL merger. I guess that's a little telling, though. If you're the last pick in the draft and your team's still favored, you weren't right. playing very good teams. Yeah, you, and, <laughs> you know, especially before we didn't even know absolutely. Right, right. That's every one of his starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been favored in every, in every one of his starts, starts until right. this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not favored here, so he's not going to continue that streak one way or the other. Uh, we're, of course, taking a look here at, at uh, ESPN's uh, picks in this game. Uh, Eric Moody picking the Eagles 27-24. I believe that's the exact score. No, I picked lower than that. I'm sorry. Mm. I think I had uh, one that was much closer to Seth Walter's pick. He has the Eagles winning 24-16. I picked 24-13. Mm, I have 24-23. Okay. If this was in San Fran, I'd take the Niners. The uh, FPI prediction comes out with Philadelphia 65.3% of the time by an average of 4.5 points. Okay. Yeah, that's more than I would expect. I think it's going to be a very equal game. But Purdy could just derail the whole thing. I mean, I think that's the – if something goes awry, that's the thing that could If he just awry. starts throwing, you know, gets on four or five sacks and mm-hmm. throws a couple balls up for grabs – this is a team that will make him pay for that. And I'm curious, if he does get hit like the Eagles usually hit quarterbacks, how does he handle that in such a pressure environment? Yeah. And, and can they force him and to that throw outside will, the numbers? That's going to be loud. Oh, that's why. Yeah. I'm taking Philly because it's in Philly. Yeah. Uh, in the AFC game at 630, you've got the third-seeded Bengals at the number one-seeded Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City favored by a point and a half. Now, that was a point and a half two days ago in favor yeah. of Cincinnati. It's really trending. It opened, it, fine, it whatever, opened right? at a point and a half in favor of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. It then moved by Wednesday to the Bengals favored by a point and a half. Then Wednesday, we saw the video of Patrick Mahomes out there warming up and practicing. I want to ask you about that. Like nothing was wrong. Right. Is, is that to be believed? I mean, you've been to so many practices, and I don't know what Kansas City's policy is with their press. I don't know if you do either. I don't know either, yeah. Right, and I didn't even watch the But here's the, the thing. When you watch the video of him, he was doing the you know the, the high leg kicks while, you, mm-hmm. while you're walking, you know, the walking high leg kicks thing. You can do that with a bad angle. He was doing a pretty, you know. It was either looking, I mean, by all, that's why the lines changed. There was, no, there was right. no limping. There was no, mm-hmm. you know, gingerly doing it or anything like that. He was just moving along, kicking the leg in the air, kicking the other leg in the air. Yeah. You had, you, if you watch that, you'd like. He doesn't look hurt. Doesn't look like he has anything wrong with him. Okay. I mean, everyone watched the game last week. I can't believe he won't be compromised. But to a certain, but is he gets a whole week to prepare, and he's not like me and you. I is eighty percent of Patrick Mahomes good enough? Yes, at home, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, against anybody. I mean, he's the best player on the planet. Yeah, 
Uh, I, I don't know. I just thought the whole videos thing was fishy. Like, do the Chiefs want these videos getting out? Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that's the only reason why. Or in some, in some ways, they might not have wanted it out. They that's might, they might have wanted video of, hey, look, he's not practicing at all. But they never hid the fact, like, he was a full participant every on day. Wednesday, on yeah, every Wednesday, day this Thursday. week. Right, right, right. Um, you know, they didn't, like, they didn't try to play it. You know, we, we're going to, we're going to keep that's this. That's what I thought. Is, yeah. I mean, it's not like since he's going to prepare for Henny, you're going to prepare right. for Mahomes. I mean, you know, he's playing. But you know, how, what, how much of Mahomes are you preparing for? That's the well, big key to me is the book on, there is no book on Mahomes. He's almost a perfect player, but never blitz Mahomes. No matter what, you want to keep him in the pocket. Well, if he's not moving around well, do I want to blitz yeah, if him? If he and, can't get out of the right, pocket, yeah. do, do, we, do I scrap that idea and say, I'm blitzing him because I want helmets hitting into him and him falling, and I don't care if he gets out of the pocket. Because that's not. one thing that the Bengals have really, they've ramped up the Mike Hilton blitzes yeah, like crazy in the playoffs, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. When, when, they, when they signed him, I said, if they're not going to use Mike Hilton in that way, they're misusing him. Right, right, right. That's what he does. No, they, they, um, they've done a lot of it, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City is favored by point and a half. The over-under is 47 in this game, so a little bit higher. Not remarkably yeah. higher than the NFC Championship game. I also think the Chiefs have a real hard time with Jamar Chase and Higgins. You know, yeah. Their defense not named Chris Jones, I think, is overmatched. Yeah, but Chris Jones could destroy the interior run game, too. I mean, I'm not exactly sold that the Bengals' O-line is fixed after last week either. Right. Well, the, I mean, the key is to get for the key is always for the Chiefs to get a lead. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the key for the Bengals is to get a lead. That's yeah. what both of these teams are built to do. They're kind of shock and awe. They are. I think that Bengals D is extremely well coached. It's kind of a no-name D. People don't realize how good they are. But there's not a lot of weaknesses at all. But if it is, it's the outside corner. Yeah, Eli Apple. And... I think this is where you miss Tyreek. Yeah. You know, like, is Juju and Valdez Scantling and those guys going to rip these guys apart? I mean, I'm sure Mahomes will make throws to them. But if, this was, if there was a Tyreek in this game... I would lean towards the Chiefs. Even if Mahomes was 100% healthy, though, for as this sets up, I think I'm still taking the Bengals. I'm going, I'm the, going the other way, Are and you? here's why. The Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three three, row, three right. times in the last year. Right. Which is in the last year. Do you really think they're going to beat Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid four times in one calendar year? Yeah, I just picked them. Um, I, I just, <laughs> I mean, to I, me, I, that, I that to that's... me that the odds favor that not happening. Yeah, I never look at things that way, though. I mean, I'm just isolating this game. I, I don't like that theory that, oh, it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Well, did that matter with Eagles-Giants? I mean, it, obviously, there's a bigger discrepancy yeah. there. I mean, don't get me wrong. But I'm not insinuating since he has their number or has this team figured out. I don't think they do. I just think they're better. See, I don't know that they're markedly better. I, I don't know that, you know... Watching these two teams, I'm like, well, geez, the Bengals are just so much better than them. Oh, no, no. I think the best four teams are still alive. Right. You know, I mean, these are great teams. So, again, I think that the odds say that since since he has won the previous three matchups mm-hmm. and these teams are pretty evenly matched, yeah. it comes back the other way now. Particularly if this game were in Cincinnati, I would sure. I would say differently. Yeah. But it's in Kansas City, and I've covered playoff games oh, in Kansas City. And, and I can tell you that place is as loud as any stadium in the country. Yeah. And uh, those fans will be plenty lubed up for a oh, night I'm game. Sure. Yeah, it'll be a tough environment. It's going to be— Both uh, these are brutal yeah. environments. Um, I just think the Chiefs have the the greatest asset of any of the four teams, and that's Mahomes, which is the greatest asset in maybe all sports, but definitely in football. But I think they also have the most exploitable things as well. You know, their receivers aren't great. Their defense has holes. You know, Here's the other thing. I think 
that Andy Reid is a schemer. We know oh, that. Yeah. There's going to be a couple of plays in this game that he's drawn up specifically mm-hmm. to beat, knowing that these guys beat us three times in a row now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to come up with something yeah. that's going to just completely no question. blow the lid off of these guys. No question. And yeah. I, I just think he'll figure something out here. Oh, I'm, I'm not denying that one bit. I think it's going to be a really good game. I got the Bengals 27-23-ish. Uh, I have the Bengal or the uh, Chiefs winning twenty seven twenty four okay. on a field goal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Moody picking the Bengals twenty seven twenty. Seth Walter picking the Chiefs thirty one thirty. Wow, it, and it could end up like that too if bo- yeah. both these quarterbacks get hot. I just think half, it's going to be up and down, and you know, I can see the second half being yeah. like that. Like we figured out all your checks. We're too smart, too good at quarterbacks, and we're just going to rip you up. Here is the other thing: are the Bengals going to be able? They got out to a big lead early last week. Right. Are they going to be able to do that to then cover up their offensive line issues? I'm sure the answer is no. I also yeah. think that offensive line benefited from the snow in Buffalo. You know. Yeah. The, and I also think Buffalo, to the to their own fault, they have a bunch of talented defensive linemen, but they're all finesse. Yeah. They don't rush the passer real well. No. And, they're kind of. We're all going to just. We're going to get out to a 14-point lead, and then we know you're throwing the ball, and we're just going to rush the passer all day, and we're going to get sacks. I, I was saying the other day, like, if I'm Buffalo and I'm looking what I need this offseason, all this speed is wonderful, but I want Jerome Bettis and Casey Hampton. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you play in Buffalo, you have no power up the middle on either side of the ball, yeah. and I thought that really showed against Kansas the City does have they that. Do. They yeah. absolutely do. Right. And Chris Jones, if Chris Jones comes out to play, which sometimes is an issue, with Chris Jones, I doubt it will be. That's what I was just going to say. Like right. that's not him being motivated to go out there and yeah. and get after the quarterback is not going to be an issue. He's going to be facing that entire right uh, right side of the line. Yeah, is backups. Oh, I, <laughs> we had the uh, host of Locked On Bengals on our podcast yesterday, and I asked him flat out, "Is Chris Jones what you fear the most?" Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> it's not even Mahomes. You know, we can keep up in the shootout, yeah. but uh, Jones could wreck the whole thing. Yeah, he absolutely could. And they've got other pass rushers. No, the other guys. Are I mean, fine. that's what yeah. they're. It, it, for all their inadequacies on defense, mm-hmm. they do have pass rushers because well, they know they're going to be in, right. Because that's what they're. Up, yeah, right. they yeah. know that they're going to do that. So yeah. Frank Clark could have. Yeah, you even know, the success. Carl Loftus is the yeah. world are playing better, and Dunlap and those dudes. Right. Yeah, their front's going to cause problems. It's going to. It's going to be an issue. I'm not sold that the Bengals O line's fixed. Um, the FPI prediction in this one: Kansas City by 65 percent really? of the time. Wow. By an average of 4.6 points. Okay. So. Interesting. Now, we did get to see the Steelers this season match up with two of these teams. Right. They went one and two in those games. Okay, right. Beating the the Bengals in week one, uh, then being blown out by the Eagles, and then a 37-30 loss to the the Bengals at home. Mm -hmm. Um, Are they that far off from being at this level? I think there are two tiers behind these four. I mean, these four to me stand alone. Maybe we could sprinkle Buffalo in there. Dallas would probably be my sixth team, but I think Dallas is probably the best team in tier two. Maybe Steelers are tier two. I mean, I don't know who else is in tier two. What else to do? Yeah. If the Jags are close, the Steelers are close. Right. The Giants aren't close. I don't believe. You know, that was there was a lot of smoke and mirrors. Yeah, and I just don't think they're a very talented football team yet. so I think the Steelers are a tier two team right now. Who else is in that tier? Miami. Yeah. Um, Chargers. Okay. 
That's the thing. You know, I was I was reading a thing today on uh, on NFL.com. They were talking about the story was about players who are going to get paid this offseason. And of course, the first three yeah. guys were Burrow, oh, Hurts, okay. no, not free agents. Yeah, yeah. Burrow, Hurts, and Herbert. Right, right, right. That might be the most disappointing thing if you're a Chargers fan. Is those guys are playing in Herbert's right. Herbert's for. You've had Herbert on a rookie contract, yep. and you've got no playoff wins to show for it. And you're out there buying Khalil Mack and yeah. Casey Jackson. You didn't slow play it. You went all in. You went for it, and it didn't work out, and, and now you're going to have to pay the quarterback. Right, right, right. And, I mean, you push your chips in the middle, you don't always win. And that that's brutal. And we often talk about it. I mean, the, the Eagles and Bengals are about to experience life with an exper- you know, a pricey yeah. quarterback. The, the days of signing whoever you want are gone. But these are problems you want to have. You yeah. know, we all hope Pickett turns into that same guy and they pay him $50 million too because he's that good. You That's kind of what uh, Art Rooney said yesterday when he was asked about that because somebody mentioned you know, that, well, three of the four quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, are on their rookie deals. Now, I don't look at f- the 49ers. They're a different story, right? Yeah, in that light because they were paying Jimmy. Well, they traded up for Lance. So that's who yeah. they wanted. And then they settled <laughs> on Jimmy who they didn't even let practice with the team for a while. <laughs> I mean, the plan wasn't to play Purdy. <laughs> this was not the plan. This yeah. was not the plan, right? But you don't. It, it's it's. You want to have the quarterback, no doubt. Whether he is on his his rookie deal makes it easier to build around the quarterback, right? But you still have to maintain that. Then after mm-hmm. you start paying the quarterback, things get in. You have to trade Tyreek Hill, right? Because you can't pay him. Deep down, I don't think the Chiefs thought they would be here. That this would be their version of a rebuild year. Cash in Tyreek for a bunch of picks. They actually have a lot of cap space for the first time in forever. Yeah. You know? But where Buffalo was the opposite. We're going to go all the way in. We're going to get Vaughn Miller. This might be our last year. Guys like Edmonds and Poyer are probably going to leave. You know, you're going to start losing more than you gain. That's the Bengals' you know future. That's right. the Eagles' future. That's the Chargers' future. But to your point, one of them goes to the dance <laughs> and one doesn't. You know, the Chargers not don't have anything anymore. Yeah, right? They don't have anything to show for them. No. For maxing out those credit cards. They're looking around in their garage going, where's all, all the stuff? Yeah, right. That's all we bought. <laughs> and I think their coaching a staff lot of empty bags. Yeah. Right, right. I think their coaching staff deserves some heat for that. But it also shows how hard it is to win the playoffs. You know, they it, got in. It absolutely does. So, yeah. you know, and, and that's kind of what Art said. He said, hey, we, you know, we want to compete every year because he was also asked, you know, does it pay to, to be one of these teams that maxes out? And yeah. goes for it. And he's like, look, Ooh, our our idea is that we, we go out, we compete every year. Uh, if you get into the tournament, you've got a chance yeah. to win it. And I know some people think, well, that's kind of a defeatist attitude. You're happy just being mediocre. That's not mediocre. Competing's not mediocre. Yeah. And we see the playoffs every year. The Rams were, the Rams and Bengals were not the top teams no, one absolutely year ago not. coming into the playoffs. No. They both were like three, four seeds. They looked like quality teams that were playing well, but – you got to get a couple bounces. Get in the dance. You know, yeah. Get in the dance, you know? Absolutely. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And you can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. Just say, Alexa, or whatever you call your smart yeah, speaker. Yeah, right, 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 I don't know. Are there smart speakers out there called something other than Alexa? I bet yes, but I'm too, we're too old to know that. Yeah. Can you name it anything you want? So, oh, there's Siri. That's yeah, true. That too. That's Siri. I want to name one. I want, like, why are they all women's names? I want to have a dude's name. Go hey, Bob, <laughs> play Steelers Nation Radio for <laughs> right. my heart, and Bob would then take care of the rest. In I'm this sure case, Alexa possible. does too. Right, right, right. Yeah, but we'll get nah. on that, folks. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> 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 he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, it's time for the fantasy football focus, and we will do 
our championship weekend DFS lineups. Absolutely. We will do that right after this.